You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right, everyone, this is Luke with Dogman.com, joined by right-handed pitcher, Kiefer Lord. Kiefer, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Doing good. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, so I've heard a lot about you from Coach Kelly. Uh, now I've gotten to see you play a few times now for the Huskies. Uh, I've taken the ball, I think, three times so far this season. Uh, but I'll just start. I haven't heard from you personally, kind of your journey to you, Dub. So maybe breaking it down step by step. Uh, I know that you went to Menlo High School and then began your career at Carrollton. Uh, and then I've heard basically just a little bit about kind of then your journey to basically adding velocity uh, to your pitches and things like that. So how do you kind of describe, I guess, your early, like late high school into early college and adding that velo? Yeah, it was definitely a, a pretty um, unique story, I think. Um, so in senior year of high school, I was I was throwing like upper 70s. Um, and, you know, I was good enough to play at a D3. Um, but honestly, baseball wasn't even really my priority at the time. I was more looking for a, a good school academically. Um, so that's why I ended up going to Carleton. Um, went there for two years. Um, like I said, mostly just because it's a good school, good computer science program, and I had the opportunity to play baseball there. Um, but then senior year of high school, uh, that's when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. and I basically had all this free time on my hands and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm playing in college. I'm throwing upper seventies. Might as well try to kind of learn about pitching mechanics and learn how to throw harder. So I just kind of started doing some research on, and it started on YouTube, honestly, just looking at like people talking about pitching mechanics and how to throw harder. Um, so I just kind of started learning more about it and, um, experimenting, experimenting with stuff. Um, so I think I, I threw a bullpen in March of 2020 and I, I, I bought a, a radar gun and I hit 81 miles an hour. So I was like, okay. And three months later I was up to 90, which was, <laughs> which awesome. was kind of a, kind of a big deal for me. Like 90s, kind of a, a big milestone for pitchers. Um, and to hit it that quickly, just from, you know, changing mechanics and messing around with stuff that was, um, it was kind of crazy. And from there, I just kind of continued to to work on stuff, learning about lifting and and just training in general. Um, so freshman year of college, I was like mid-80s up to 90, um, had like an okay year. And then summer after freshman year, so before sophomore year, I went from 90 to 95, which was another just super unexpected jump, like just crazy um also just from you know mechanical stuff from getting stronger gaining weight and I was also kind of doing doing it all on my own I didn't I didn't have a coach I was going to mm -hmm. it was just all from you know learning about it on my own and, and messing around with stuff um and then so I was throwing like mid 90s in the fall of my sophomore year at, at this D3 school and at that point I was like you know I have an opportunity to play professional baseball mm -hmm. and to really maximize that, I, I should probably go to a place where I'm going to get some more exposure um, and, you know, better opportunities to develop. 
so that then I entered the transfer portal and ended up committing to UW. So I'm curious. I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, there's lifting mechanical elements as well. Um, I feel like for maybe the average person working out, gaining weight is more tangible with the mechanics, especially not having a coach. Were you like videoing yourself? Uh, like, how were you, I guess, making these tweaks and like making sure you were making on track with that as well? Yeah. So I would just video myself and then basically look for things that, that people were talking about in, you know, YouTube videos and articles, mm-hmm. or whatever, just about, about how pitching mechanics work. So I would kind of compare myself to what those people were talking about and figure out, okay, these are kind of my lowest hanging fruit things that I should be working on. Mm-hmm. And each bullpen, I would kind of pick one thing and just try to focus on that. And I, the main thing was just videoing myself and kind of seeing how it looks um, and kind of building the feel for, for the new thing that I was trying to learn. Um, so that's kind of how, how the process went for mechanics, at least. That's super interesting. And then, so you mentioned 95, your second year at D3. Um, and I know just from watching Twitter and stuff that your first pitch as a Husky was 99. Do you know what the hardest you've been gunned at is? It was, it was that, it was that game, 99. I think some scouts had a hundred, but I'm, I'm not counting it yet. (laughs) But do you have a hundred in the crosshairs? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think obviously, like you mentioned, 90 is a big milestone. 95 is a big milestone. Being close to a hundred is obviously super impressive. And it's one thing to throw a heater at 99. It's another to do it over the course of 80 to hundred pitches, six innings, all those sorts of things. Was that a consideration as well as you're doing this training? And how did you keep, I guess, maybe the stamina element of it where I'd imagine it's much more of a physical undertaking to throw at 99 than it is to throw at 79 or even 89. Yeah. Um, Training isn't all just about velocity. Obviously, you're just it's just about preparing your body for the demands of what you're trying to do. Um, and that's, you know, throw hard over the course of a game. So yeah, obviously that that's a consideration in training. It's not just all about um throwing hard for one pitch. Obviously, like mechanical stuff does help for like maintaining velocity because if it's you know effortless and smooth, then you don't you're not gonna get as tired. Um, so that's kind of one thing. And obviously there's like, um, there's some other considerations too, but that's, yeah, that's kind of the main thing. So you'd also mentioned you wanted to maybe get a little more exposure, obviously transferring to division one power conference school is a way to do that. Uh, obviously you're from Northern California, went to D three in the Midwest. Um, how, like how you done, I guess, what's the story there? Yeah. So when I decided to transfer, I, just emailed a bunch of schools and started kind of posting videos on Twitter. Um, and, you know, in winter slash spring of last year, I was, you know, talking with coaches, lots of phone calls, you know, writing college applications. Um, and it was just kind of the process of narrowing, narrowing down my list. Um, and I was looking at um, mostly here, Michigan, and some Ivies. Um, and it just kind of ended up narrowing down to here because because um, it's close to home and good computer science program mm-hmm. um, and just a, a good baseball program in general. So that's kind of how I ended up here. Yeah, I was going to ask because I've heard that the academic 
obviously, while you now have maybe aspirations of pitching in baseball beyond college, academic remains maybe an importance to you. So, uh, yeah, still taking computer science and that's, is that, I don't know, still like an interest or passion field for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like I said, part of the reason why I decided to come here. Um, and it's always good to have sort of a backup plan in case baseball doesn't work out. Like it's, it's cool that I, um, that I have, you know, something that that's a good, a good career path if baseball doesn't work out. Yeah. My day job is I'm, I'm a, I work for a tech recruiting company. So oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So let me know if you have like a, if you have a programming language of choice. I'll keep my eyes out if baseball doesn't work out. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Additionally, uh, you end up at UW, obviously great school. Additionally, coach Kelly, it's his first year as the head coach at UW, but he's got nearly 20 years of college coaching experience specifically as a pitching coach. How's working with him been, uh, and I guess what's it been like learning from someone that brings that kind of expertise to the table? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, the one thing that surprised me the most about this coaching staff is that they they understand that to actually get better, you have to challenge yourself and make mistakes. So yeah. they they kind of create this environment where you're supposed to be challenging yourself, and if you're not if you're not making mistakes, then you're you're basically you're doing it wrong. You're not getting better. Um, and I think that's a big difference compared to the old coaching staff. Um, and that's, that's something that I, I definitely, um, really appreciate about this coaching staff. It's just been, it's just been a really good learning environment. So I, I just on the thread of learning, I guess my next question would be, I know obviously, so the story is the high nineties heat. What else do you bring to the table? What are you working on? Um, I think one thing that i bring to the table is that I throw a lot of strikes, um, which I think is not super common for people who throw hard. Um, mm-hmm. And in terms of what I'm working on, um, definitely my off-speed stuff is sort of <laughs> my lowest hanging fruit um, because, you know, I, I want to get my slider to mid-80s. Right now it's like low 80s, and I don't mm-hmm. think it has the best movement. So that's definitely something I've been working on a lot. And then also my changeup has been a, a pretty big focus because – when it's working well, I think it's a really good pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's not always there. And as you're working on something like that, I mean, obviously I'm sure it's a long process, but do you ever look back to like, Hey, you know, I added almost 20 miles per hour velocity to my fastball. So I'm a pretty good learner and things I'll be able to make some strides. Yeah. <laughs> Recently we're named uh, the perfect game uh, pitcher of the week, I believe for college baseball after six perfect innings against Northern Colorado um, so pretty awesome achievement. I mean, does that, I don't know, is that validating knowing that you were trying to maybe get some more exposure at a D one school and almost instantly being recognized in like early March for a pretty epic performance? Yeah, it's cool. Um, definitely a, a goal of mine for this season is to, um, kind of show people who I am and what I can do. Um, cause I am, have been kind of an unknown, um, and I'm just sort of starting to come onto the scene. So it's definitely good to get some some recognition. Also, came with a pretty sweet Chief Keef graphic. I saw a comment <laughs> though, maybe that that's a that's a someone I think had mentioned. I don't know if it was an old teammate that said that that's a certified Carrollton nickname or Carlton nickname for sure. So, has that name been floating around for a while? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it started with um, my travel ball coach when I was like eleven or twelve. 
just started calling me Chief Keefe. And that's that's always been something that my teammates have called me. I was talking with that with someone and I was like, I, I'm almost surprised that people currently that are Washington Huskies are even old enough to know Chief Keefe. Because I feel like <laughs> I was like 14, 15. <laughs> He's got like, I don't know, but that's neither here nor there, of course. But then to that point, I guess I'll parlay that into, do, do you have Chief Keefe on like your pregame pump up? Like what gets you motivated to go out there and throw a hundred? No, I, I don't have that as my walk-up song. All my teammates are trying to convince me to do it, though. Yeah. I think it'd be, I think it'd be pretty funny. I'll probably end up doing it. Now, Pac-12 play begins this weekend, I guess, against Utah at home. Right? Does that? I don't know if there's a mentality shift, but maybe what's kind of your excitement level or preparedness to test out what you bring to the table against also Pac-12 level competition? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be good to. Uh, to face better teams. I, I want to prove myself at the highest level. So that's, um, this is a good opportunity for that. But um, something that JK says is that we treat every game, every game, the same, every pitch, the same, same intensity level. Like we're, he says we're playing 56 Super Bowls. Like every, we're trying to win every game um, and just, just sort of taking the same mentality into every game we play. <laughs> so it's not really different than, than what we've done so far. It's just um, a good opportunity for me to prove myself. Well, and that mentality's shown nine straight for the dogs heading into this weekend. So that's exciting stuff. I guess I'll leave you with one last question here. You'd mentioned in your first answer that at first when kind of choosing which D3 to go to, that academic was a big concern. Obviously baseball has become more of a priority as you've added velocity. Uh, and I think we've kind of brushed on it a few times, but is it fair to say, like, do you have new aspirations or goals individually as for what's in your baseball future? Yeah. Yeah. Professional baseball is my, my priority right now, for sure. Well, Kiefer, I appreciate you taking the time. Look forward to watching the rest of your journey here at the university of Washington. And uh, thanks for fitting me into your schedule. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much.